Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is CARES Act benefits for real estate investors. This is this two plus trillion dollar United States government stimulus program legislation to help boost the economy during this difficult time. I'm going to share with you the programs that specifically impact you as a real estate investor. And sure, you may have heard of a couple of these things already, but I'm going to provide a unique perspective. And most importantly, I don't want you to miss out on any of the special programs that are available right now that can help you during this time. Part one is my absolute favorite part of the CARES Act. Very few people are talking about it, but the impacts could be huge for certain people, and that is the unprecedented access to your retirement funds. So the first part is that you can get access to up to $100,000 as a distribution. And unlike a normal distribution before the age of 59 and a half, this distribution is not subject to the early withdrawal penalty of 10%, and it's also not subject to the withholding of potential tax liability on that. Now remember, for most of y'all, if you have a retirement account, you're putting money in before you pay taxes. I call it a traditional account. It's, it's pre-tax. So if you pull out that money, there is supposedly a tax liability. Now what's also special about this is, you know, whatever the tax liability is, you get to spread it out over three years. So that is even more beneficial. But since you don't have to pay the 10% early um, penalty and you also don't have to withhold taxes, you get all that money right away, like right now. Now, um, there is two forms you have to fill out, a distribution certification and a form W-4P. So $100,000 distribution, and if there's a husband and wife that both are, are in a plan together, well, now that's 200000 So that's huge. And think about that. You could take that money and you could use that to invest in deals right now. And you say, but yeah, but Phil, I've taken it out. Well, you know, what if I want to put it back in? That's fine too. They'll let you put it back in for up to three years. It's a no-brainer. It gives you access to capital so you can do more deals. And right now is a great time to be doing deals. My team and I are doing a ton of flips right now. I'm finding a lot of deals. I'm closing a lot of deals. It is a great time. I don't know what the news is talking about, but in the real world, there are a lot more buyers of affordable price point homes than there are sellers right now, even during the lockdown. It is such a great time to be in this business. And there's a lot less competition. A lot of the big competitors left the market. So this is the first big thing, and, um, and you might say to yourself, yeah, but Phil, I don't have 100000 Okay, well, it's up to 100000 It's whatever you have. And you might say, but yeah, but Phil, I don't even have a retirement account. Okay, let's talk about that for just a moment. It's always a good idea to have a retirement account set up. Now, I have a video on how to do a solo 401k, and I'm also going to describe that what that is real quick. A solo 401k is when you are the administrator of your own 401k account. Why that's so helpful is not only do you have more access to the ability to do more things with your retirement, but also you can borrow up to 50000 Now, with this new legislation, they're increasing that up to 100000 that you can borrow. So, all of a sudden, you have access to a tremendous amount of potential capital. Now, the 100000 you borrow, you do have to pay it back with interest, but you're paying yourself back. Now, think about this for a moment. If you don't have a 401k right now, or a solo 401k, now would be a great time to set it up. And then what could happen is you could just put in whatever the max you're going to be able to put in is, put it in right away, and then just pull it right back out as a distribution. Boom. So there's so many benefits. If you don't already have one, get moving. And for those of you that are younger thinking, well, Phil, look, if I 
I'm 25 years old and I set up a, a, a 401k account. I'm not going to be able to touch it till I'm 59 and a half. You can touch it now and you'll see that this happens a lot. When there, when there are economic downturns, when there are major needs, governments give you more access to your retirement money. So I'm a huge fan of the solo 401k. Again, I have a video on exactly how to uh, go about that process and recommend who you work with to set one up. And uh, this right here, by far my favorite part of the legislation because of the access to money of your own money that you can use to do deals. Part two is the stuff that you probably heard a lot about. It's these forgivable loans. I'm going to talk about both of them, how it can apply to you as a real estate investor, especially if you don't have a retirement built up and you've got to get access to some money right now. The first is, and I'm going to use the uh, acronyms. The first is the EIDL. And I want you to think of this in terms of of a $10,000 advance in theory. So the, the original intent of this was that people could apply for this to the SBA where you, you put in some basic information and they're supposed to wire you within three days a $10,000 check. It's not exactly what happened. The first, um, the first rendition of this was they paid $1,000 to businesses per employee up to 15 employees. Now with the new updated version of the, of the CARES Act, then I think what's going to happen is they might fall back to where the original plan was. Whether you were a W-2 employed company or if you if you were just simply a, an LLC and you're maybe a, it was flow through tax on your on your personal income taxes, that they might still do this. So if uh, if if you can, this is this is nice right here. But the problem is, I don't know how well funded it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to work out as well as we hoped. Okay, so one is the EIDL. The second and the bigger one is called the PPP, which is Paytech Protection Program, and that's where. If you got less than 500 employees, you can apply for what, it, what amounts to two and a half months of last year's uh, income. And that income would, it would have to be shown on, uh, on some sort of uh, government tax uh, document, right? Whether it's, whether it's you paying your employees on the 940, whether it's you getting a 1099, whether it's on your Schedule C, something has to show what you earned last year and you can get up to two and a half months. And uh, it is forgivable if you use it to pay for utilities and you pay for your, uh, your income or your employees. And this right here, although it hasn't been proven that it's forgivable because obviously it's just being released right now, uh, our, our hope is that it's pretty easy to follow the, the guidelines in which to get this. So if you had a pretty good year last year, which most people did, then this could be an option for you. Uh, some people ask, can you do both? Well, if you do this, then you have to you have to put that on here. My argument would be, if you've got some pretty decent income from your LLC last year, from what you produced uh, as a small business owner, then I would say go for this only. Um, well, and then separately here, if you have an LLC and you did some deals, but it doesn't really show much income, or it's not going to be nearly as much uh, as this number here. So two and a half months is is much smaller than this, then just go for the EIDL only. So uh, the problem is these have run out of money already. They just replenished it. We'll see. They might have to do a third round of replenishing. Uh, a couple of tips on the PPP, because this, this is SBA uh, link. You just fill it out. It's pretty simple. Here you choose the bank you're going to go with. Uh, community banks just got pumped another $60 billion. So some of these local banks are a lot easier. But 
Go with the bank you already have a business bank account with. It's so much faster that way because they have all your information. So wherever your business bank account is with, that's the best bank in most cases to go with for this. Separately would be if you've got like a, a, an American Express card, they're, they're issuing PPP loans right now. And if you could just go to a, a random small bank as well, but uh, it's a little bit longer because they need more of your information. All right, but either way, this is supposed to be forgivable loans. We'll see. A lot of investors have not seen this money yet, but we're hopeful with this second round of, uh, of money that they will begin to see it. And this is supposed to apply not just to companies that have W-2 employees, but to those that have independent contractors as well. Part three is some other stimulus that's part of this CARES Act. The first is loan payment forbearance. So not only, and although this was specifically for uh, those government-backed programs, FHA, uh, VA, USDA Rural, and then any Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac-backed loans on the conventional side, even for, uh, for your investor loans, even if you've got multifamily, that this was supposed to be something that was available, whereby you could, you could push off payments for several months. That's what forbearance is. It's actually turning out that many local banks and other lenders that are not subject to that are also following suit. So you may want to call the uh, mortgage companies where you have any of your rental properties and uh, see if there's any loan payment forbearance available. There probably is. And in many cases, what we're seeing is they're tacking those on to the end of the loan so you don't have to somehow make the payments up spread out over, say, 12 months, you know, uh, starting three months from now. Instead, it just adds to the principal balance. So something to consider, especially if you have a, quite a few vacation rentals and, and you haven't been able to rent those. Okay, so first is loan payment forbearance. I'll also say this, not part of the CARES Act, but uh, uh, credit card companies are also allowing for forbearance. You do have to ask them, though. In all these instances, you do have to correspond with these, these uh, creditors to, to let them know and ask them so they can put that on your file. And uh, Lord willing, what we're discovering is that hopefully that doesn't show negatively on your credit report. It's not supposed to, but then again, this is, this is really rapidly changing legislation, so you never know. All right, loan payment forbearance, that's, that's one. The next is at, at the state level, you might have some emergency business loans available. Now in Florida, uh, they had a $50 million emergency uh, assistance for business uh, loan program, and it was up to, I think, 50000 and it was built for hurricane season. Well, uh, they went through that fifty thousand, uh, that uh, fifty million, extremely quickly. They only applied, gave it to a thousand of the businesses that applied, and uh, thirty-seven thousand applicants didn't get it, and they're out of money, and they're not going to have any more of it. And it's actually a loan; it's not forgivable. They got to pay it back. So uh, your state-level emergency funds that might already be depleted, but I figured I'd share it with you. Um, for many of you all. You might be able to file, if you're an independent contractor, for unemployment. As a licensed real estate agent, I get a whole lot of uh, correspondence from the National Association, state level, and local level realtor boards. And they've been talking a lot about this, how this newest uh, influx of money for this uh, CARES Act is going gonna, is gonna to help those that are, um, that are in independent contractor status. So we'll see. I'm not totally sold that they actually will. Because remember that unemployment is funded by businesses that have W-2 employees. And, uh, and, and I have some of those businesses, right? So I, I pay into the unemployment, right? Well, it'll be interesting to see where the state's going to get the money to pay for the unemployment uh, benefits of all the people that are independent contractors. Well, I'm Phil Pustioski with FreedomMentor.com. And I hope you're doing well out there. I hope you're staying safe. If you want to take advantage of the tremendous amount of opportunities that are beginning to roll out, in the real estate business, consider my apprentice program where my team and I 
we guide, we train, we turn complete beginners in some cases, and we make them into money-making machines. We are very aggressive right now in the marketplace. I'm finding a lot of deals. I'm the exact opposite of so many that are fearing some major uh, real estate collapse. That's because what we're seeing is that where we play in the in the, in the arena of affordable price point houses, there's far more demand than there is inventory, even right now, and there's plenty of loan programs, so we are full speed ahead. And I hope you've got the same attitude. Because if you don't, we'll be the ones taking advantage of all the opportunities, and you won't. And also, lastly, I've mentioned this earlier, if you don't already have a solo 401k set up, learn more about that. I think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread in the world of retirement plans. It's only applicable if you're a small business owner like a real estate investor. So most people can't even do that, but you probably can. And I'd love for you to take advantage of the many benefits it has.